Welcome to The Swifterhood, a podcast all about Taylor Swift's lyrical genius. Whether you've known from her debut album that she's had a place in this world, or her folklore has become your evermore recently, we are here to faithfully and wholeheartedly deconstruct each song, lyric by lyric. Hello, Allison. Hi. How are you? I am so great. How are you? I'm good. Welcome back to the Swifterhood. Thank you. I am so, so, so honored that you wanted me to come back. Uh, we are blessed to have you and blessed to have you at our live show meet and greet. It was so fun. I really was so excited to be there. Yeah, it was really exciting to get to do a live show at all. And we were so lucky that you came. And I'm really excited today because we're going to get to dive into some more um in-depth questions, I guess. That was my hope. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. Well, I know that you are in Nashville, and then mm-hmm. those who were at the live show would have known that, but for everyone else, you are currently based in Nashville, and I just wanted to read your little, to introduce you, read the Nashville Music Guide um, description of you, if that's all right. Oh. Go for it. (laughs) You can let me know your thoughts on it. Um, The Nashville Music Guide states that you are heavily influenced by Taylor Swift. True or false? Fact, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And that Allison combines country, pop, and jazz elements in her songs. Yeah, yeah. In September 2020, released her first single, Taylor Made. In the same month, she appeared on Netflix original show, Sing On, where she took first place. These are all facts, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is nuts that you won Sing On. Thank you. It was insane. I was not expecting to win, but at the same time, of course, I wanted to win. But um, it just was the most fun experience ever. It just, yeah, it was unreal and I am forever grateful for that opportunity what was that like going on it it was what was the recording like and everything yeah so they so how I found out about the show was when I moved to Nashville I joined this app called meet up and it's basically like meet up if you like to drink coffee or if you like to go hiking or whatever I Mm -hmm. never I never met. Yeah, I did that um, when I moved to Lexington, Kentucky to make friends. (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. I didn't have any friends. So I was like, oh, maybe that'll work. And I never met anyone through it. I just had the app. And then one day I decided, uh, not one day, one day I was in my email and there was a random email from the app that said like, do you like to sing? Do you like to have fun? Do you like karaoke? You should audition for this show. And I said, well, what do I have to lose? Okay. And so I auditioned and I've auditioned for Idol and the Voice before. So I really went in with low hopes. I was like, there's nothing that's going to happen. Like nothing. It's going to be fine. But they freaking loved me. And I was like, okay, all right. I don't know what's going on. This is fine. And um, then I had like an interview with uh, people like producers from LA. And then I was basically just waiting to hear back from people because they just kept being like we'll let you know we'll let you know we'll let you know and I was like okay and then um they flew us to London so it was filmed in the UK Uh, oh my gosh I know it was literally insane and we were there for like four days maybe maybe 
and um my mom got to go with me so that was nice so my mom was there with me and um I still really didn't know much about the show when we got there to record the show that day they told us what the show was and then that's when they told us who Titus was like Titus was involved and then um we knew the songs we were singing but we didn't know like the whole premise is real about we didn't know when we were singing on the show um Mm -hmm. you literally had three seconds before your it was your turn to sing but we knew the whole song so like they were they sent us the music to kind of practice to but we didn't Mm -hmm. know it said like singer one singer two singer three it didn't say like Allison Matt Matthew like it literally just said those and then we got up there and we're like oh my god that's my name okay all right it's time to sing but um if you like my friends in college and stuff I went to school for music so I sang opera in college and Mm -hmm. so like if there was ever a show that I needed that was for me it was sing on because the premise of the show is to be on key and stay on pitch and I yeah am like very much into that and like of course I'm not perfect so I am can be out of tune at times but um still I just I I had a hunch that I would do okay on the show and uh-huh. the thing that they told us was basically the way to win was either everyone voted someone out because they were the best or everyone voted someone out because they were the worst and if they were the worst that meant that they wanted more money and if they were the best, that meant they were just greedy people. <laughs> and just wanted, like, they just were like, ha ha ha, I want to win, not you type things. But it overall was so much fun. And I, I still keep in contact with some of the people on the show. Which is- oh, that is so cool. So can people still watch it on Netflix? Oh, yeah. It's a Netflix original. So, yes, please oh. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> it's nuts that yes. is so cool so yeah and I, I did know that you went to uh Otterbein Otterbein yes Otterbein it's like I don't mm-hmm. know how to say this yeah and you it's toured a- around and sang opera in like Italy and uh yeah went abroad. Um, we we um we sang I was in on choir tours too we went to Ireland and Germany and then myself I just went to Vienna with college though twice um and both Ireland and Germany we like sang in different cathedrals and we sang in just gorgeous gorgeous places and it was just that's incredible incredible. yeah Yeah, that sounds amazing so when you when you went to school did you know you wanted to pursue music professionally like before you went on the show, did you know, were you already pursuing it then? That's two separate questions. I know, but <laughs> no, no, no. So yes. Um, singing, I've always, this is what I've born to do. I love to entertain. I love being uh, in front of crowds. I just, I love to make people happy and I love to sing and I love to do that together. So I've always known that singing is what I want to do. Um, I always wanted a degree. So I knew I wanted to get that out of the way before pursuing my music career. Um, Mm -hmm. so I got my degree in creative writing and poetry. And then I also, I started as a music major. Then I became a music minor and went with a creative writing major, blah, 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 you know, college changing. (laughs) But, um, we, um, what was the second question? You had a second. Did you know you like, were you already pursuing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so 
when I was driving from Houston, where I'm from, to Ohio for college, we stopped in New Orleans, Memphis, and Nashville. And when my mom and I stopped in Nashville, it just was like an instant moment of like, okay, this, this is where I need to be. This is where I'm going after I graduate. I don't care what anyone says. This is where I'm going to be. Yes. This is where I'm going to make it. So I love that. That is so exciting. So So that was like when you were going to college that you made that decision. Yes. Yeah. Cause you set yourself up well with those degrees, like poetry, (laughs) creative writing, music. Right. Yes. Yes. hundred percent. I definitely knew the path I was wanting to go towards. So I definitely knew that was where I was headed. And I graduated college in 2018. And then I moved to Nashville in October 2018. So actually, it's, uh, you know, now it's October, I think it's been 19, three years. I've lived here for three mm-hmm. years now. Yeah. Most of it in a pandemic, right? When you started Correct. I know. <laughs> trying to promote your music and get out there. Yes. Yes. But that's um, so fun. pre COVID there was something to do literally every single day. And that was another big reason why I loved Nashville. I still love Nashville, but that's a big reason why I love Nashville is there's always something that's going on. So you should never feel bored, but now Mm -hmm. COVID's going on or, you know, so like a lot of things are different, but luckily things are opening back up a bit. But, um, when I moved to Nashville, I really didn't know anyone. I didn't have many songs. I didn't have an idea of how to do anything, music business or music industry, anything. And all I really knew was Taylor. And I just knew, okay, she's in Nashville. So I know I can make it. Duh. Yeah. I'll find her somewhere. And um, Taylor just <laughs> kind of guided me there through, you know, all of the things. And yeah. um, I saw, I, I've never met Taylor, obviously. And I, so this is just a funny story, but I I've seen Taylor in concert every single tour. And since fearless, I've been, I like am in the pit because in the fearless tour, my friends and I were the fourth from the roof and we won pit tickets by sending in a message from the message board. It was a whole uh-huh. thing. There's a YouTube video. If you want to go find it on my, YouTube, <laughs> I'm um, gonna go find it's it. literally called today was really a fairy tale. Um, and it's, I look awful because it's me in high school, but it's so funny. Anyway, um, so we, I, I've just been like, I can't not be in the pit anymore when I see her because yeah. that experience is just out of this world. It makes a huge difference. Huge difference. And when Lover was coming out, when the song Me came out, she had the mural in Nashville. And I when the mural was done, I, I knew, I just knew it. Taylor was going to show up. Like I was at the mural the day before she got there, taking pictures of myself and my Taylor merch, literally being like uh, April 29th or whatever the date was, but I think I'm correct. And yeah, I, at the time was working as a dog walker for Rover. And one of my friends literally texted me. I was in the middle of walking this dog and she said, she's here. And I lost it. And uh, I, I had like 10 minutes left of walking this dog. And did you run? I, I basically did. It was my regular dog, Riley. He's a great dog. Um, and I was like, Riley, I, I love you, but like, we got to go. And so I took Riley back home and then I got, <laughs> I, I got there right as she was over there. And I was like very, very close to her. 
but I couldn't say anything. I didn't know what to say. Like she was <gasps> saying hi to people around me. And I just kept saying like, I've loved you since I was 12, but I was 24 at the time. I knew she had no idea who I was. Like she doesn't understand. She didn't, she didn't get that, but I couldn't, I, words were not come out of my mouth. Oh like, my God. Uh, this is the worst. This is the worst day of my life. I am so close to her. I could take a picture. I could say all these things and I yeah. couldn't do it. I just was so in awe. And I was like, you know what? All these people right here, they deserve this chance to meet Taylor and I'll meet her one day. And then I just like started crying when she left. It was fine, but it was a whole ordeal. What an experience. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. My husband asked me all the time, what would you say if you met Taylor? And I'm like, I don't know. There's nothing I could say that would be important enough. You know, like I feel like a lot of people have really cool stories. You're one of those people. So what you're saying is false because you like started your career with a song about Taylor Swift and like were inspired to move to Nashville to pursue. So like if anyone has something to say, it's you. (laughs) But But don't don't worry. I have a plan for you. It will be revealed oh. later in this episode. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Great. Perfect. I, I have a plan. Like... Okay. Uh, sorry. So I we don't, <laughs> it's okay. We don't need to prove what a Swifty you are after that story. Do we? LOL. <laughs> I wanted, if you to... had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Huge Swifty. And I wanted to say as well, how we met because people who weren't at the live show don't know. So for listener Swifterhood, Allison and I met during an online Swifty celebration. And I think you were at a couple of them. I was only at one and you sang at one of them. This is a mm-hmm. Zoom thing, by the way. Yes, <laughs> so it was called the, was it the folklore? No, no, no. Folklore. Folk Lovermore or something. What was it? Right. Yeah. I forget what it was called. Forevermore. I don't know. Right. <laughs> It was basically a PJ party the night of the release of the Fearless re-release. Yeah. That was the one that I was at. And I think there were several leading up to that. I don't know how I got lucky enough to just like hear about this on the internet, but I was like, put me on the list. You know, because (laughs) a lot of times I'll hear from our listeners who are like, it means a lot to me to get to connect with you and your show because I feel connected to Swifties. And in real life, I don't know any Swifties. Mm-hmm. And I think to have those type of online events is really cool to see everyone come together and like all wearing merch, like in our PJs, like excited about the same thing, counting down the clock. Yes, and that 100%. was, yeah, that was right before we were like, we were getting ready to release the podcast. Yes. I remember. Yeah. 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 And I was was telling you about it. Yeah. We stayed late and talked to a few of the people. Um, And then, yeah. So it's pretty funny because um, we've only met on Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) It's like three times now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And talk on Instagram and stuff. So um, yeah, we're social media Swifties. Exactly. 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 And our community is strong. All right. Oh, nobody trust me. <laughs> I am aware. I joined. Did you ever have the Swift Life app? Uh, I didn't. No, wait, maybe. Okay. Is that the one with the no. mat, like the house, like the 1989 one? Um, no, it was, <laughs> okay. it was literally like a social media Instagram type thing for Taylor Swift fans. I love that. And I love that so much. Only during the reputation tour and or like era. And then they uh-huh. cut us, they cut it off. They cut it off. <laughs> All of us Swifties were pissed. So mean. Because 
personally, obviously, as you know, I am a huge Swifty, but I know people get annoyed if I only tweet about her like crazy to like Taylor Nation and everything. And this was the platform that I was allowed to do it. And nobody judged me. It was fine. Yeah. We all yeah, her yeah. At the same amount. And it was great. So uh-huh. anyway. That's why that, fan accounts are useful. Like I, so I started out on Tumblr and cause you know, Taylor used to be on Tumblr all the time. And, and I tried if anybody- so hard to get her to message me. And I sent uh-huh. her so many messages and I never got a yep. response. It's okay. It's fine. We're good. We're good. Yeah. She's not on Tumblr as much anymore. But then, like, after a while, I was like, I'm gonna maybe make an Instagram. I was like, is this too much to have, like, two fan accounts? Like, am I? (laughs) And, like, I remember the day I told my husband, he was like, I feel like you have another life that I don't even know anything about. And I was like, kind of. But it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. But Swifties, uh, we we talk a lot on the internet, so it's great. And now a lot of people have met that way through like connecting in the fan base and then met in real life. So where I'm headed with that is that Allison, I want to come meet you in Nashville Please and hang come. out with you in real life. I would love for you to come and hang out with it's me. It's my yes, favorite please. city. It's oh. my favorite city, and I genuinely mean that. Like I went there for I bachelorette. I know everyone does. Of course, of course, of course. But my maid of honor was like, where do you want to go? And it's like, mm, I know everyone goes to Nashville, but like, please, because there's so much music everywhere. It's mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. Like, and you just go in a bar and there's a live band and then you go in the next one and there's a new band and it's all the genres, everything you would yeah. ever want. Yeah, it's pretty great. I know. I'm trying to get into a Broadway band at the moment for fun. <gasps> So we'll, we'll see how that goes, but yeah. um, that would be awesome. you come, I obviously know all of the Taylor spots. I work at a Taylor spot, which she's never been, but at, that's also why I work there. I work at the pancake pantry and okay. she loves sweet potato pancakes, but she's never been, I've been there for over two years, but she's, she doesn't come anymore, obviously, because it's a very well-known establishment. Mm-hmm. So she, she hasn't been for a while, mm-hmm. but maybe she orders takeout. Like if you get an order that's oh, for two oh, tiny, pan- or- I don't think that <laughs> every time we get it to go order, that's sweet potato or an order that says Taylor. I'm like, mm, maybe that's mm. her every time. Yeah. Every time. It's like <laughs> William Bowery. I know. And then <laughs> tiny cat sized pancakes. Then, you know, <laughs> like that's for sure her. Oh, um, that's hilarious. Okay. Well, um, you picked a fearless feature for us. Thank you so much. I wanted you to be able to pick a group that you wanted to support. So the group you picked is called Mother to Mother. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about Mother to Mother and what they yeah. do? Yeah. So Mother to Mother is one of my favorite nonprofits in Middle Tennessee. And what they do is help mothers who can't afford car seats or when they have their baby at the hospital, they don't have anything. And so a mother to mother supplies them with pack and plays with car seats, with diapers, with clothes, anything for um, kids all the way up to probably, I think 12, but um, it's been, they just have a huge uh, group of people that help out so many moms in middle Tennessee and they're, they're just the nicest people. And I, I'm all about supporting women and I love that they support women. Yeah. And it, it's just a really nice 
charity in uh, the Nashville area that I've found through my women's choir that also supports women's uh, different organizations. That was one of them. And I just was like, how can I help? How this is awesome. This is amazing. I love it. Okay. That's wonderful. So we're going to put the information in the link to the episode and, you know, we'll post our fearless feature per usual, like we normally do, but I love that. And that um, is a common theme that you have, which is uplifting women. I saw another interview where um, either you were talking about it or they were talking about how that's something that you do somewhere along those lines, but it's, it's amazing. I love that. That's who you picked. And that's one of your musical goals, I guess you could say. Yeah. My biggest musical goal would be to only work with women. I want a full female band, full, <gasps> like full oh crew God. of women, just being surrounded by so much love, I think would be awesome. Not that I, you know, don't want any guys, but I just think that there are a lot of women who are not in these roles in the music industry like they should be and Mm -hmm. I think there are 100% there are equal amount of women who want these jobs just like men and they should right so yeah power to the people power to the women (laughs) I want you to work with me (laughs) and I think that's something that Taylor would be proud of you for too that's something that she tries to do with, you know, like bringing light to what's going on in the industry and what happens with women and their contracts and something that you have to be careful about. Yeah. 100%. Which is, you know, as you were starting your career, probably close to the time when she came out talking about all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I've always kind of had those ideas in mind because I always, you know, want to be like, okay, well, I don't want to be like everyone else. How can I be different from everyone else? Um, But also support people because in the end, I just, I love people and I love helping people and I love trying to help people. And I think um, supporting people in ways that they don't get supported is important. And when Taylor kind of started doing that. I think I was like, duh, Allison, why aren't you thinking like that? Of course you can do the exact same thing. Duh. I'm like, yeah, right. Of course. Cause you know, Taylor does everything first. And I'm like, duh, why am I, did, did I, why did I think of that? Why didn't I think that? <laughs> yeah. And your, um, your album is coming out really soon, right? Yes. It will be out in February. So I am releasing it February 11th. So, um, that's a Friday. Um, I'm in the process of getting CDs put together, which is crazy and awesome. Um, and the album will be everything you've heard before, but five new songs that you haven't heard before, because I wanted to make sure that there was music on there that people didn't know yet, because I know in the music industry now Mm -hmm. people are like, here's my album. It's everything you've already heard. And you're like, Oh, Okay, great. <laughs> I understand where they're coming from, but also I love new music. So please listen to this. Yeah. Story, you know what I mean? You got to keep them interested. Keep them hooked. Keep them hooked. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. And I've got great What's your songs. album called? It is going to be called Texas to Tennessee. Oh, 
That's yeah. so tender. <laughs> I love it's, it. It's cute. <laughs> it yes. is. I was like, wait a minute. How do I not know this? The album title. Because I've listened to all your songs like many times. Thank um, you. And <laughs> I, yeah, I think I should just start off by saying, I think you're an amazing artist. You are clearly very talented. Your voice is Thank beautiful. You. Your writing is extremely strong. I mean, it makes sense. You got the degrees, right? Thank you. <laughs> um, and I genuinely enjoy your music and I'm so happy to have you on the show and get to talk about it like a little bit selfishly because I mean, when do you get to ask an artist in-depth questions about their music? Like, I mean, it's the first time for me. Well, I'm glad that you wanted to even interview me. I'm excited that you enjoy my music. And um, I, I, mean, I want to, you know. Yeah, of course I do. It. Of course I do. <laughs> so you were telling us during the live show meet and greet how you were sort of doing this like tiered release thing. So you've been having singles come out since right when June the first one June. Yes. So before that, I had three songs out. So Taylor made the one and sipping on something, and then starting in June every month, I've released a song. So June was summer style. July was. Mm, Cotton Dress, then Midnight Daydream, <laughs> then Neon Nobody. Neon, Neon Nobody was the last one. Yes. And so the next one that comes out, um, I'm not releasing one this month. We're giving a little break for Halloween and some fun fall content. Um, and then the next song is a kind of, it's not a breakup song, but it's like a two-steppy song. But it's basically saying like, I want to be with you, but don't be a douche and like on. <laughs> that's just not okay so it's called want me like you want to and uh-huh. it's, a little, it's a little ballady and it's really cute and fun and sweet and it's 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 a good song yeah I'm excited about it that's so exciting have you seen that show that's on apple tv uh about the girl who writes music no blanking on what it's called right now that's <laughs> really bothering me um the music is written by oh wait sarah barry uh, ellis isn't it yeah yeah um, exactly sarah Barellis, excuse me um i have not watched it but i do know that there is a show and I, now i don't remember what it's called um we, we can look I it up but to call it brave but it, i know it's not <laughs> Well, I was thinking of that because, it? yeah, I've watched, I think, season one, Little Voice, it's called. Little Voice. But she's, um, she writes music and she's a dog walker. Oh, that's so funny. What? Yeah. So I think you should watch it. I that's think you should. That's so great. Yeah. No, then, when I'm listening, yeah, go for it. Oh, I was just going to say, and then before we get into the songs, I was going to ask you one last thing, which is, have you been to Bluebird Cafe? I have not, but I know where it is. I've seen it multiple times. And because of COVID, they closed down for a little bit. Um, but <sighs> I am in the process of wanting to play there mm-hmm. um, on Monday nights. If you call between like 11 a.m. and noon, you can request to perform at their open mic on Monday nights. And they all, and because of COVID, they only have like limited amount of spots. So we'll see, but I just, I, I work a lot of Mondays at the pancake pantry. So I like, don't have that hour 
open to call. Um, but that is on the list to be done probably in the next couple months. Um, so I'm hoping to do that, but yes. So no, not been, but have seen, have driven by. It used to be right next to my title boxing club. So I, I was very familiar with it. <laughs> I, was, I was there all the time. Ah, that is so cool. Um, but I hope you get to play there. I would love to come see, but I guess it would be like a random thing, right? Because you just have to call. That one would be, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unless I eventually keep on Start going and they're like, oh my gosh, you're yeah. great. You should totally play here again. <laughs> Yeah, I'll think about it. Yeah, I'll think um, about yeah. it. <laughs> so the listener knows Bluebird Cafe is where Taylor Swift was historically discovered, as one says. Yes. So my husband and I went there when we went to Nashville one time, and it was amazing. Like all the artists there, there were several who had, there was a jazz band who had played at the Grand Old Opry and like toured all over the world. And there was a blues band. Like it was it was just amazing. So it's so small in there though. It is like the so inside small. is really tiny. Yeah. And that was when I saw it for the first time, I was like, wait, no, no, no. Cause it's in like a is strip mall. It? <laughs> it's yeah. It's so, so random. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> you small would not spot. think that's what it is. And no. then you go inside and it's even tinier and you're like, that's why it, it makes sense that they have a capacity. So right. we got there like an hour before they started letting people in. Cause I was like, I have to go to Bluebird cafe. This is where Taylor Swift was discovered. This is the one thing I care about doing. I don't give a shit about anything that. else while we're here. <laughs> My husband was like, okay, whatever. And then we got yeah. in there and he loves blues. So then he was like, and of course the bands were amazing. So then he right. was like, oh, that was awesome. And I he got a hat it. and it's a whole thing. <laughs> But if you have shows like coming up when you start getting to play again, definitely let me know. I want to put them on our Instagram and hopefully come if I can. It's like a seven hour drive, I think. Okay. Maybe. Um, But yeah, it was closer when I lived in Kentucky, for sure. (laughs) It was like two hours. I used to go there a lot more. But I would love to come see you play and then get a drink hang out it would be great obviously would love to do that yes 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 all right well getting on into your music uh just like a generic question which you've probably been asked a lot I'm sorry but what is your writing process like it's okay you don't have to apologize for anything <laughs> um I really want to know it though <laughs> So when I started, I started writing songs in high school and my boyfriend dumped me as all of us do. And I literally shitheads. I know (laughs) I was at my friend's house and then I, I just, I wrote a song. I just, it just, it just flowed. I, it was like the melody, the words, everything out. And I was like, well, that was easy. I can just do that all the time. Are you kidding? Okay. Um, then I like never really wrote a song for a while because I was like, I'm so sad. Um, and then when I was in college, I was writing a lot of poetry, kind of taking away from the songwriting. But then because of Taylor, I would like get an idea in my head and wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, I need to write that down. Or like, cause Taylor would always be like, oh, I would, you know, have like weird things and I'd voice memo them. And I'd be like, oh, I want to do that too. So then I started doing that. And then like, you know, she would write on napkins. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Duh, I can do that too. Um, and like my notes in my phone 
Mm-hmm. I'll just get weird things that just pop into my head. I'm like, okay, sure. That's great. Yeah. That sounds like a fun lyric. And I'll write that down. So flash forward to when I met Andy Renfrey and Ren Renfrey, um, my producers and co-writers and just amazing humans. Um, I started working with Andy and she's just phenomenal as a songwriter. It just flows. It just comes to her. It's just, the easiest thing she's like oh like that or like that I'm like yes that's exactly what I was saying and yeah that's Mm -hmm. yes exactly um so when like let's say tailor-made so we um we're just talking about you know what song should we write now and um I think it was I think we wrote it around the time of me like after like seeing Taylor and I just I was still very overwhelmed um, mm-hmm. and we just kind of, you know, went on the Taylor tangent and mm-hmm. oh, I love that Taylor tangent. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was like, so basically you were Taylor made. Like, yes, I was Taylor made. So then we just kind of wrote everything out about what I, you know, Taylor maybe put on cut co- co- or what is, what is my line? Uh, put on cowboy boots <laughs> and cotton dresses. Yeah. You know, like just. I yeah. started wearing different things because Taylor did. I started doing other things and I knew that this is what I want to do because Taylor did. And it just, we wrote the song and it was perfect. Um, so you wrote the lyrics first for that one? Yes. So most of the time, depending on who Andy and I are writing with, we'll have an idea in mind and just run with it. So like last week we just wrote a different song um, called Rose Colored Glasses. And it it was because I said, I want to write a clap song. I want a song that we all can clap to because mm-hmm. like Haley Witter's song, uh, Fill in My Cup, I, she's just all over my TikTok and my reels of her going to like gas stations and just playing it everywhere. And it's so cute. And I'm like, I want that. So she was like, well, I've got this idea of called Rosé Colored Glasses. And we're writing this with our um, other... Uh, a songwriter that I've been playing some rounds with. Um, her name's Laura Ashley and she's awesome. And uh, she was like, yeah, we should write that. Let's do that. And so we kind of just all three went at it and just kind of had ideas about, you know, um, what we thought with kids uh, or like, should we start with Rosé? Like, should it be um, with like, should we say like, oh, like Rosé colored glasses, like, when, when you were a kid, you would wear like heart colored glasses, like uh, sunglasses, and then maybe moving it into us hanging out all the time and just getting drunk on wine, like whatever, <laughs> is, you know, like different things yeah. like that. Um, and then that's kind of how we got that song started. So it really just depends on who we're playing with. If we're like, okay, let's, I like this song. Let's write a song that's like this song. So like the Casey Musgrave song, um, Velvet Elvis is a great song. And I think we wrote, I can't remember which song we wrote it like, but we used it first. We wrote something about like Velvet Elvis because we were like, this is great chords. This is great. Let's write a song kind of similar to that. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. It. <laughs> I guess I'm just always curious, like which comes first, but it seems like from what most people say, yeah, it depends. Yeah, exactly. So like I am getting better at guitar, but I wasn't the best at it. So 
I never went into a write with a guitar in hand. It's more like I'm here to write. Let's figure out some right. really great yeah. things uh, to come out with of our fingertips and our brains. Um, and you kind of have like a melody going in. Right. So whoever has the guitar usually is like, oh, so like these fun chords? We're like, yes, yes, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, and then we kind of go off of like different drum beats or anything like that just to kind of get a tempo. Um, but like I said, you kind of just choose choose a song that you kind of like and you're like, it, okay, I kind of like the vibe of this song. Maybe let's do something like this, but a little different. Gotcha. That makes sense. Well, you were talking about with TaylorMade how you were just coming off that high of me and like yeah. that situation, the whole like mural thing, yes. um, which I find interesting because the song is like hard rock. Like it sounds really <laughs> intense. It, it doesn't sound definitely. like an exciting like woo. I and that it's so funny because not that I I'm not kind of a pop punk rocky girl. I can definitely feel like I can sing like that I think that's also the fun thing about all of these new songs is they're all kind of different and they all kind of have different mm-hmm. um I different genres which is great and eventually I'll figure out which genre I love the most but um I think it just is I, I just knew that it was going to be the first song that I released because I just felt like it would hit a lot of people yeah in a way they're like whoa what is this? Because this yeah. is not country, but this is kind of country. But this is about Taylor. But like, whoa, what's going on here? Yeah, it's like the Swifty rock anthem. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and it honestly, oh it makes you. me want to get up and sing. I wish I could sing like that, like <laughs> where you're belting. Like I, I can. I'm not even going to try and imitate it. I normally sing on every episode, just like silly but I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna do that to you Literally. <laughs> oh you heard my karaoke at that one event I'm sure <laughs> zoom karaoke <laughs> zoom karaoke was a time it you had to be there <laughs> oh my gosh no I so that one is my favorite it just is such a like like you just get into it and like sing it and rock out to it and like I feel really badass listening to it oh, um <laughs> Is that one, do you have a favorite? Is it your favorite? Because it's special because it was the first and everyone's one. everyone's like, you can't say that you have, like, they're all your babies because someday mm-hmm. they're not going to be your children or whatever. I'm like, okay, calm down. I love all my songs. Yes. Um, I think, obviously, TaylorMade has a great piece of my heart because it's me telling Taylor how much she means to me without me telling her that she means a lot to me. Um, because I've tried for literal years and I, I just think that it's just all, all hope is lost until I'm famous, but, um, I, I know. So I like neon nobody because I also love that. It's about my journey through, uh, life into music. I like midnight daydream. Cause I started that writing that song in college and then I finished writing it mm. last year. And so I kind of like that it was one of those that was my original like OG OG mm-hmm. songs that eventually became what I love today. Yeah. Um they're all really great. I and yeah. just 
catchy and fun. Mm -hmm. And the one is cute and bubbly and upbeat. And yeah. So yeah, I get what you mean. It's hard. It's hard to pick a favorite of anything really. And I'm like, and I uh, think kind of indecisive. I, <laughs> and like what I've, you know, I've heard other performers like Kelly Clarkson say like, I love performing that song or I hate performing that song. You know, I never hear like, mm. I don't like a song or whatever, but I know that she doesn't right. like a moment like this because she didn't choose that song, which is fine. Understandable. Um, but I think when I perform people love sipping on something they just they're mm -hmm. feeling it we are loving it people love tailor-made because it's a great song yeah I don't know I I, I have too many choices which is <laughs> a great problem to have but yeah 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 because you've got so many now I wanted to point out my favorite lyric from this one which is Taylor made me shake off all the negativity negativity and believe a young girl's dreams just might come true. Because shake it off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was really proud of that line. <laughs> and you've got a lot, like, snuck in the lyrics of different songs and stuff. So I'm picking up on them. Thank you. But Thank uh, you. that one is Swifty Rock Anthem. And I was like, this is amazing because Taylor made, it's like, that double entendre of Taylor made me get up on that stage, but then also like I'm Taylor made. And I don't know if the listener needed me to explain that, but I think it's pretty cool what you did there. Thank Beautiful you. wordplay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So I, my hashtag, I'm going to reveal my plan. It's hashtag Allison A. Sarge was Taylor made. I'm going to get it going. <laughs> I'm going to tweet oh it God. to Taylor and I'm Taylor nation. Oh my God. I love it. Yes, we need out. Swifterhood to start retweeting. We've got to get it oh going. That's so funny. I love that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to try, Allison. I'm going to try. And then I the song it. speaks for itself. You know you were so nervous when you saw her. So you don't need yeah. to. She can just listen it, to the song and then right? you can talk. <laughs> I know, right? And Yes. So I've That's said best case I, scenario. I don't know if he's heard it, but I think he has because I sent it to him. But David Cook, who's her music director, like I've I kind of have this like weird connection to him and we are so back in the day when Facebook was a thing I added all of her bandmates and all of her dancers so I'm friends with all of them on Facebook so mm. I definitely messaged him Taylor made when it came out and was like hi here's Taylor made and it says he read it hi. so <laughs> oh. maybe he did I don't know who knows he might yeah. he didn't delete me so you, uh -huh. know, you didn't think I was crazy, which is yeah, which is good. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Heard it, he... and she's just like, okay, cool, whatever. But I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't feel like she would say that. I know. I, I know. So. I know. I know. I don't either. I don't either. I just, I just well, worry. Yeah, we're gonna anyway, get this hashtag going. Right. She needs to hear it. It's an amazing song. Oh, it's um, great. I love that. The one, is that the second one that you did? This is the one yes. that's like sweet and warm and happy, really yes. positive. And let me tell you, when I released the song, the one, it's <laughs> not out yet. And the one that she released then, I was like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> she released a song called The One After Me. 
Taylor, are you kidding me? And obviously, like, like, they're not the same. I'm so upset right now. I didn't even think about it because it's written the one, like with the number. I know, with the number. I know, I know. And mine isn't about a boy. It's about how you can be that one person to make someone's day by smiling or anything. And it's totally opposite. But still, she wrote a song called The One, and I saw the track list, and I was like, well, crap. I just (laughs) this song, Taylor. Dang it. Are you freaking kidding me right now? You bitch. But it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) well if it makes you feel any better I didn't see that or think about that connection at all like didn't even cross my mind this because obviously when folklore came out everyone went crazy especially me and I from now on every single release she's done something like something has happened around my releases that Taylor Mm -hmm. said and I'm like can you call is that that why you're not going to release a song like spooky season no I think because now that I think about it I feel like I'm releasing it the same day as Red is coming out I think I am maybe it's the week after no yeah it's the no you're not like November you said you said November 12th I thought you said November 12th no because her wait 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 wait, wait, wait. yeah she moved hers up because it was November 19th it was yes and I think she moved it to the 12th I or was it oh crap (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Swifties. I'm not. Okay. Red re-release. I think it's Date. November 12th. I think it is too. Um, it is. It's November 12th. Yeah. So now I have to move it to the 19th, but it's fine. Everything's fine. We're going to be cool, <laughs> calm, collected. You don't want to compete yeah, your album right? release I, with Taylor Swift? Well, it's not the album release. The album release is in February and she's, we all know she's going to release another album when I release one. So it's going to be fine. We just have the same ideas. We're very similar people. She just doesn't know it yet, but it's fine. But mm-hmm. oh, so that's the next. That's the very last song yes, that you're releasing. The very last song that's releasing is November nineteenth. I think I'm saying that into existence. Yes, yes, got it. Yes. And then the album is February eleventh. I know you already told me, but February eleventh. Okay. February eleventh. Yes, it is. I a got Friday. it. The day after my half birthday, which is February 10th. Yes, I celebrate my half birthday. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Good for you. And it's just in time for um, uh, Valentine's Day. I blanked on what that was called. It is. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, I love this one. And it does seem like a song that would, that the character in that show would write as well. That I know that's so random, but going back to Little Voice, like it seems like something she'd write. But it's very sweet and charming and just positive and uplifting about like small things leading into like big things and right. how kindness can be a choice. I love the backup vocals. Is that you or? It is. It's me. Okay. I was like, is this Allison or is this other people? It's me. Yeah. Huh. Well, it sounds amazing. And then <laughs> my favorite part is when you say the greatest pl- power I've ever known is the power of one. And then there's all those vocals. One, 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 one. Yeah. <laughs> it's you. beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and then sipping on something, that's one of your, well, you said you don't have a favorite, but you. I know, but it's up there. Like it's you- definitely up there. No, I enjoy singing Sipping on Something a lot. Um, I wrote that with Andy Renfrey and um, Megan Barker. And Megan Barker, if you haven't checked out, you should. She's adorable and has 
and she's just so so talented megan barker but um we wrote it because i was like i guess we need like a bar song you know like let's think yeah. about <laughs> something like that and so we wrote sipping on something and um it just it it was one of the most of not most yeah a good chunk of my songs we write fast we'll write in probably an hour or two hours and we're done sometimes writes can take four hours or like more than one session but this one was like we got it that's great that's awesome and I like I said I love performing it people really like to vibe to it um I think it's a, a super chill song for sure I I love sipping on something I like how it feels how you know when songs like feel like what the lyrics are yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? So yeah. in this one, like, you're so intoxicating, smooth and strong. Ain't had a drink, but I'm so far gone. So, so intoxicating, smooth and strong is how the song feels. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> I love how you think that. But it, it has that, like, I, I always feel like I say that. And there might be a word for it. I don't know what it's called. But, like, it feels like what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And yes. that's also just a great lyric. Thank you. That's a great lyric. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My question for you about this song would be, is there a drink you were thinking of when you were writing? Or do you imagine a drink when you're singing this song? I don't, but I don't know why. Kind of, like I don't drink it, but I feel like I see myself like holding like a bourbon on the rocks. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't drink that, but that's what I feel when I <laughs> see this song uh, or hear the song. Um, but I personally like love dirty martinis. So like it could be a dirty martini. It could also be Diet Coke. Like, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? It yeah. Be- I picture whiskey or bourbon and I right, feel like it's because right. it has that like bar feel or like okay, that. Like okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. So maybe I'm correct. <laughs> and that is what I feel. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I don't like bourbon or whiskey either. And I, and I don't like bourbon. I'm from Kentucky, but oh well. And I'll drink it. It's not that I don't like it. I think I just have to learn to like it. I like mm-hmm. other things more than I like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, liking whiskey will just be more like Taylor. So I feel like <laughs> I should learn to like it. I think we should. <laughs> Morgan does. So well, that okay, gives her, so in her exactly. opinion, that gives her more points. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Maybe it does. Um, Summer Style. This is an amazing song. And also the music video is so fun to watch. It reminds me of, um, you know, Taylor's music video where, uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on the song? Uh, the one where she's like. down. No, we're okay. Wait, hold on. Um, it's the one that features the rapper from Reputation, and she's traveling, oh, and she's in like yeah? London. Yeah. Oh, on the, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That gives you those vibes. That's so funny, really. Um, just because it's so fun. Like that's, <laughs> I think, one of my favorite ones of hers to watch. Which why can I not think of what that song's called? I'm singing it in my head. Uh, is it like? Is it like Big Reputation? Yes, Big yep, Reputation. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's like that's basically song. the title of Correct. the album. Why the can't album, we think of it? Not Are that you... song. Uh... 
That's I'm literally so, singing Ed Sheeran. You and me. Part. Yeah, I knew it. Knew it when I was young. <laughs> Connected when we were a little bit older. Exactly. I feel like for the listener, if you go watch Endgame, love it. If you watch those videos, like you watch the Endgame video and then watch Allison's video, Summer Style, you'd be like, what the heck is Aaron talking about? But what I mean is like the how much fun is oh, clearly okay. being had in right. the video. Okay. You know well, what I'm I saying? Like, Endgame is a dark video, Aaron. I don't know what you're trying <laughs> not that Like the not colors bad. in it? Right. It's a very, yes, exactly. Yeah. It's a very dark themed song or video. And mine is a lot more brighter and summery and a lot of fun. Yeah. It's now a I totally different it, vibe. It's like the Beach so Boys, funny. like yeah. that Bee Gees thing. Um, I yeah, I saw in your interview with in music and tour news that you were talking about writing it with and Andy Renfrey and Ramey Krumray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about that is that you said you wrote this song in January. Correct. So we wrote it January 2019, like pre-pandemic. And we just because we knew we wanted to write a summer song and I know it was in January but we were like <laughs> I want summer bring me summer and okay so yeah. it was like channeling it you were trying to we bring all the summer it, by doing it yes yes well it 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 is such a summer vibe and makes me feel like I want to go to the pool and do all of those things like it works but I love how much fun you seem to be having in that music video we had a really really good time Yes, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I literally told my, they're all my friends. Um, I said, hey, I'm doing a music video. I am paying for everything. Just show up. And they're like, okay. And <laughs> they <did>. I, <laughs> That's so fun. So when you have like a drink or something in a music video, do you actually drink it? Yes. Oh, um, so it is a fun I, day. So it was a fun day, but I, it was a little, cause I was like, I should probably not get t- too drunk. Um, I definitely <laughs> didn't drink a lot. I think I had, cause I, I had it in my cup. I think I had a beer in the thing, but I wanted to make it seem like, I don't know, like we didn't want to product place anything to get any copyrights or anything like that. Cause it, I don't want to mm-hmm. deal with that. So we had, yes, it's a whole thing. And I'm too broke to understand how that would work. So Same here with the podcast. (laughs) That's why I only mess with like royalty-free intro music. That's it. Of course. course. I mean, you can use my music. I don't care. But um, I just, I was like, we're just going to use koozies. We're going to use these coconuts. It's going to be great. But I drank probably three drinks. And that's, and I am not a lightweight. I can drink a lot. So that is saying that is not that much for me for a few hours. So, yeah. Um, well, it was like 10 hours, but yeah. Oh my God. Maybe not that much. <laughs> it's a long day. It was a very long day. It was a long day. Cause we went, cause it was, we were on the boat and then we went to the bar, but the boat, we were like out there for about a few hours and then we went to the bar and it took us a minute to get to the bar because it was on two sides of Nashville and mm-hmm. whole thing you know took some time but it was still it I I'm just I love that music video so yeah. much it's so fun 
it makes me want to go party. It's so fun. Uh, You also said that when you all produced it, you were kind of doing a tribute to like Beach Boys, Bee Gees, Portugal, the man. Um, Like I was saying it, I kind of felt that when I very first listened to it. And there's that one point in the song where it says, let's dive in. And then it has that like, I don't know what it is. People go listen to the song because... (laughs) Let's dive I can't in. recreate this sound. Yeah, it kind yeah. Of falls off, you know, like you're diving in the water, you're kind of like falling in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. So that's, and I had that vibe from the song and probably from that part and didn't connect it. And then I read the interview and I was like, oh, that makes sense, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but it's so fun. I love how on this album, like you said, you got to play with different kind of yeah, types. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then Cotton Dress. This one is like early Taylor. Like I know this yeah. is like classic Taylor Swift debut album. Like this song 100%. could probably be on there. Like it starts, it has like the full storytelling circle thing that I love where at the end it comes back around and yeah. I don't want to spoil that too much. Like Swifterhood, just go listen to it. It's um, a great song. And then it also has one of my favorite lyrical tactics and like, and like, unless I'm reading it wrong. So this is interesting because I get to ask you about this and when would I ever get to ask anyone about this? But when it says, um, standing on the corner of 12th and rice was fallen. Yeah. is meant to be like both, right? Yes. Like the corner I of 12th and rice is the street. I and think then it was and just rice was awesome. falling. That's a great question. And I will ask Andy about that. And, <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, because it could be taken both ways. I think it was really, yeah, just kind of get everything. Because to me, it sounds like a loop. Like it sounds like, right, right. It could be that's the street things. name. And then both also was falling off. Exactly. Off in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Bookend. It bookends both lines. I, uh-huh. know. I think that you should Brilliant. say that's what it is. Yeah. You okay, should just say forever. okay I love that I love that um so what inspired that song was it just you wanted to write a song of a certain style or was there an idea for that one so cotton dress I actually did not write and I met when I met Andy and Ren I that's why you said you're gonna ask yes so I the night that I I met them that day and they were performing in Nashville that night and they said come watch us perform. And that was one of the songs they sang. And I just was like, this song is so good. I love this song. I just love this song. And I, I it's always been stuck in my head for years. And we wanted to do 13 songs on the album, meaning I <laughs> wanted to do 13 songs on the album. Yeah. Because of Taylor. <laughs> and so Andy said, do you want to cut cotton dress? And I said, I thought you'd never ask. Yeah. <laughs> and so their version is uh, is different than mine. They oh. it's a uh, they were in a band called Two Bit Palomino, and it was a trio. And they sang that song, and it's a little longer. They kind of made it. It's it's a little slower than mine. Mm-hmm. They kind of made ours more like a Lumineersy feel type mm-hmm. of way, and I think that it just. Um, it, it still does the song so much justice and it's just really great. And I'm so blessed that I got to sing it. Um, 
but that yeah so it's one of my favorite songs literally ever and the fact that I get to sing it is pretty cool yeah that is really cool oh that is cool and I didn't know forgive me for not knowing that no it's okay Um, but um a song that also feels like it's from Taylor Swift debut is Midnight Daydream yeah and the music video (laughs) gives me major Tim McGraw vibes give me Tim McGraw vibes too and I didn't mean for that to happen but then I was like why didn't I think of that I mean that's obviously Tim McGraw in a it's black adorable dress. A black dress. it is so cute and that is it my feels like Cody. I'm back in high school like let's go right? on a date it's so cute <laughs> it's so cute um and um when I when we wrote that song I kind of we wanted to go towards like um uh crap what's the song on red that it's not saving grace what is it called state of grace state of grace yeah yes i was like this song is so fun let's do something like state of grace Mm -hmm. and so it's midnight daydream has a lot of state of grace kind of vibes um with like just like the way it, it plays out i guess is the, the way, way the song progresses it. yeah I feel like I was really trying to be like I love this song by Taylor so much I want to kind of do something like that they're not the same 100% at all but they there are vibes that I was like please let's do something like State of Grace yeah um, that makes sense like elements you wanted to try yeah 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 and I I liked how we just went right into the song. Like we, there wasn't an intro. It was just like, you never needed those pickup lines, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. Right I love into it too. It and it starts so in the middle fun. of the story. Yeah. And it's just so cute and so fun and an ode to my summer love. So it's, it's great. Was that a long filming day too? Um, I think it was, we like planned it to be around golden hour. So I think we only were there for probably two hours, maybe. So that was not, luckily. But not I did as have bad. To, yeah, I was changing on and off, which is funny. But yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you, what does the phrase midnight daydream mean to you? Because I can tell you what it means to me, but I want to hear first what it means to oh, you. You're so cute. Um, so why I, so an old boy said you're gonna write a song called midnight daydream and an I'm old like, boy like a boy who is old or like no, a former no, a former boy, partner former former, <laughs> okay. former thing said you're gonna write a song called midnight daydream and I was like that sounds really weird because why would it why would you be daydreaming at midnight but then I was like Wait, mm-hmm. that sounds really cool okay mm-hmm. you're right and here we are now with a song midnight daydream but um I I just it, to me, it you know, it's all about being in love and not really caring about what anyone else thinks. And like you're in your own mala world and nobody else is around you, but you're just happy and in that moment and you are you want to be in it forever. So like Midnight Daydream kind of is that foreverness or forever state, um, I guess, is an easy way to describe it. Um I don't know what 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 is your interpretation? I'd love to. I yeah, it is so fun because like, 
the first time like ever getting to ask an artist what they mean <laughs> about their lyrics like getting it straight from you but for me it was like this image of you know when you're in high school and you have a crush and then late at night you're thinking about that person and like yeah. all the things that you could say to them if you were brave enough or like what you're gonna wear the next day or like what you said to them during the day and just thinking about them and what that. would happen if you went to the dance together and like that kind of thing. <laughs> that's amazing. So, yeah, it, that's what I was picturing. That's how you took it. I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. My favorite line from that one is now I know every dreamer has to wake up. Ow. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's the sad part. So with that, it was, you know, I was, we were very in love, quote unquote, but we never said that we were in love. It was just like a thing and, but summer ends and the romance ends. So we were like, all right, that was fun. See you Is never. that so weird singing a song about like past relationship and then uh, potentially little. being in a different one and like. <laughs> yes, my, yes. I don't really talk about it with my current partner at all but mm -hmm. <laughs> um but he's fine he, we're good <laughs> uh this song gets stuck in my head the most I think like I'm singing this one a lot like it's just I don't know what it is about it but it's I can just sing it really yeah it's just in my head that one and Taylor made probably are the ones that like stick up there midnight you know what I'm saying yeah mm -hmm. midnight daydream and Taylor made good Good, good, good. I love to hear and it. And then your newest one, Neon Nobody. We yes. were talking about this at the meet and greet because you were about to release it then. Yeah. Um, like I was saying earlier, I just, I love it. I, I think it's just been, I, I love that I get to kind of tell my music story in a way because um, like my music video for it is literally home videos of me. And then um, the cover art is, me uh backstory yeah. about the art. Um, <laughs> that cute little picture I'm wearing blue eyeshadow because I came from a cheerleading competition and went straight to my friend's fifth grade birthday party and I assume it was a 60s birthday party of some sort and so my mom was like oh it fits you're fine um so I kept the eyeshadow on from my cheerleading competition but um I we <laughs> when we wrote um Neon Nobody it we loved the song baby girl by sugarland mm -hmm. and i kind of wanted to write like that so it's basically how you know baby girl is saying like i'm on my way i know we're at a ho uh i need some money can you help me and then later on she's like i'm playing at the ritz i'm sending you money you oh know, whole, yeah okay and so it's just my type my way on that being like Every, we're all in this together. Everyone who is a dreamer, everyone chasing their dream, just keep on going. You're going to make it. Eventually, we're all, if you keep going, you will eventually make it. You just, you can't stop. You got to keep on going and keep on chugging along and it'll, it'll all work um, out. I love that. I love, that's like what we were talking about earlier with you uplifting other artists and your goal to uplift women, like yeah. listening to that song, like, I know it's, it has elements of, you know, um, wishing for more and like, you know, hoping for your future, which I guess could be 
a little sad, but it's also really heartwarming to hear how supportive you are of other artists, you know? Thank you. And like, we're all on this journey together. You're welcome. Yeah. And I feel like, um, I was talking to another artist last week and she was telling me that she loved the song because everything that I said, she was like, I just couldn't put that in the song, but you did. And I thank you so much Mm. for doing that because that is honestly how I feel and how I'm going with this. And, um, I was like, wow, thanks. I'm so glad that you related to it. And, um, like, I just knew that I wanted to write a song for other people who were going through the same thing. And I knew that I was, you know, once a small town, somebody, everybody, I sang all the time in, in school. That was me. Everyone knew me mm-hmm. as a singer and that was what I would do. And, uh, then I went to college and I was surrounded by awesome singers, which was so fun. And they're still my best friends to this day. And then touring you went internationally yeah, and sang we did, we did. Did the opera and, so and yes. then playing shows yes yeah exactly so I'm playing shows and it's been it, it, it's honestly just so much fun it's so much fun yeah but I'm it just my feels like tough sometimes I imagine especially oh, just because in Nashville yeah <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I have no money. It's fine. Um, I, I will make it back one day. But I, yeah, you've got no. your Taylor Swift cardigan. You're wearing Thank it now. You. I am wearing That's it now. I, exactly. <laughs> it was gifted to me by my best friend Tegan. But yes, <laughs> yeah, my Taylor cardigan. Um, but um, yes. Yeah, so you know, um, it's good. It's All things are good. overwhelming. How many people are just there and trying I never had heard of that phrase neon nobody we kind of took it as something we kind of made it something because it's definitely a term people use but people don't really say it often because I guess it has a bad rep sometimes but at the same time like I said I like to uplift people so like even though you might feel like that's where you're at right now we're all in that same boat so I love that. And I love the idea of other artists that, you know, listening to it and then feeling like that song was for them. Or like, did you think of any of your um, contestants on Sing On? Oh, no, I didn't. But that was was cute. (laughs) Funny, funny you say that everyone on my episode, Matthew worked at Disney World and Universal and is like a Dapper Dan at Disney World. And then like, he has an album coming out and he's a country singer in Florida. And then Matt was at Disneyland in California and he played Olaf at Disneyland. And then now oh. he's playing LeFou in Beauty and the Beast on the Disney cruises. And he was doing that right before COVID hit and then COVID hit and then they had to go home. But now he's still doing that. Um, I don't know what Glennis is doing. Jeremy was an actor and Hannah is an actor. So they And they just came on a singing show? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I am so excited to watch that episode. It's Can't wait. so good. It's really fun. That's got to be so weird though watching yourself on TV like you're like, "Hi, I'm on Netflix." Basically, yes, but my family, we had it like on loop. So I'm, I'm, I'm used to it now. We haven't, I haven't rewatched. Maybe I should rewatch it. I feel like I haven't watched it since it came out last September. Maybe we'll watch it tonight. I don't know. 
Were you happy with the way it all came out? Like the way they cut the footage and everything that you said? Yes. Um, I, what did they, I don't think I brought up Taylor and I feel like maybe I should have, Um, (laughs) but uh, it I talked about like the little mermaid and Britney Spears at one point and they didn't put that in there. I talked about traveling. They didn't put that in there. Um, but yeah, I'm sure they have a ton of footage that they just, you know, they just sort through to, but we were, it was all done that like we were on stage. It was all done in like two hour period. Maybe even it, it was probably even like one hour. Like it was so fast. fast. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Wow. Okay. Well, in Neon Nobody, I just had to point out that you said sometimes you grab the Taylor off the shelf to remember who you are. That was your Taylor reference in that song. Just a little. I mean, like I told you, I, I'm I, picking them up. <laughs> I don't own a Taylor and I want to, but yes, exactly. 100%. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that a different thing? So a Taylor, there is literally a guitar called a Taylor guitar. Oh, Oh, oh! But I didn't know about a Taylor guitar until Taylor sold baby Taylor guitars on her web on her like, yeah, on her website years, years, years ago. But I never played mm-hmm. guitar, and I was like, why do I want a baby guitar? I just feel like it would be too small. Um, and they were expensive, and I was like, I don't have money. I'm, I'm, I don't work. I'm a, I'm a kid. So, um, I just never got a guitar then. But um, so, in your head, is that the guitar, or is that Taylor Swift? Um, so I, now that you say it like that, every time I sing it, I'm like, oh, it's like Taylor, but it's meant to be like the guitar. So I like that you figured that out. I mean, out. I could just be like searching for things where, they, where they're not, but I know you're a right. Swifty. So I'm like, oh, she means Taylor. I mean, like a, a record. LOL. I love it. Um, well, that is your songs. And we have our little section of plugs, which we call, we'll write your name. And so this is just our section where we talk about things we want to plug, which we said your album is coming out February 11th. And it is called Texas to Tennessee, Texas to Tennessee. And so we should be looking for that on Spotify and purchasing the actual album ever. Yes. All the things. I assume we can go to AllisonAsarch.com. Yep, AllisonAsarch.com. And then can we purchase your CD there when it comes out? Yes, Mm -hmm. I'm going to, yes. At your assembly? Right, yeah, 100%. Okay, because I mean, I'd like to have a physical copy. Yeah, Um, so I do have like a fan club that you could, if we wanted to write your name, plug. Um, So... I'll send you the link because I don't know it by heart, but I have like a fan club called the Alley Cats that you can join and like get a part of my uh, email list. And then you can join my Facebook group if you want. I also have a quote unquote free merch bundle, which is $7. It's shipping and handling, which you get a signed picture from me, a guitar pick from me. Oh, I want one sticker uh um oh crap oh a a temporary tattoo and then a letter from me so super cute um little merch bundle um but yeah so okay alley cats so we'll put 
Um, I mean, we'll put as much as you want in there. We have our <laughs> fearless teacher and Perfect. then we can put, you know, AllisonASarch.com and your, um, alley cats thing as well. Right. I'm going to join the alley cats. Okay. Please I'm be an alley cat. Love it. It's so love cute. It. And now you have some Slifterhood merch a little bit. You I got know, your sticker I and magnet. I can't see it because I'm on my computer, but I have it on my computer. Oh, the sticker is on my computer. I have mine on my computer too. Woo! <laughs> Woo, computer stickers. Which that reminds me that um, Swifterhood, you can buy Swifterhood swag at our Bonfire yes, website. It's bonfire.com slash stores slash the Swifterhood, but that's like a big long link. So you should just check out the link on mm-hmm. our Instagram or in the episode description. And then send us your pictures wearing merch because if, especially if you want them in promo, because that would be awesome if we had pictures of people besides just me and Morgan wearing the merch. (laughs) Well, Allison's album, Texas to Tennessee comes out February 11th. So don't forget about that. And thank you so much for coming, Allison. Thank you. I'm literally so happy that you wanted to interview me. I'm so blessed. We've got to... um, interview you twice now but the first one was a secret and the only people who got to hear it were the people who went to the meet and greet so this time everyone can hear it and we got to deep dive into your songs yes I'd love to come back anytime that's awesome well thank you so much and we'll just say bye to the listeners it's just kind of awkward bye to each other and bye to them. <laughs> bye at the same time bye <laughs>